Hi, everyone. Welcome. It's our latest edition of West Virginia Talk with James and Jerry. I'm James. And I'm Jerry. And this podcast episode is going to be weird and wonderful West Virginia. I just love the way that sounds. Yes. Yeah. It's a little, uh, you know, play on words for wild and wonderful West Virginia. We have our fair share of weird stuff, whether you're talking about people or places or things we supposedly do. Absolutely. Every state does. Yeah. Well, (laughs) some of these aren't very flattering, but uh, let's get into this. So our first category of weird and wonderful West Virginia is the people here. Now, come on, James. I've never met anybody that was weird. I've met a lot of I've met a lot of wonderful people in West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, well, I agree. But some are wonderful and weird at the same time. <laughs> also, like to remind folks, uh, we have uh, twenty podcasts in so far. Go ahead and check out the ones you haven't uh, listened to yet. Also, want to welcome in our most recent country that has downloaded us. It's the Philippines. We love them. And we love people all over the world. That's our 18th country that has downloaded so far. And last last count, we had 40 states yeah. that have downloaded us. So weird and wonderful West Virginia people. So first, let's do the West Virginia Giants. What are the West Virginia Giants? I'm going to tell you, I've never even heard of the West Virginia Giants. Well, since the 1700s, there have been the skeletons that have been unearthed that range between 7 and 11 feet tall. Really? Now, that that means that these people were taller than that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, skeletons up to, uh, well, I rounded it up. It's not 11 feet. It's 10 feet, 9 inches. Now, are these the same people that are referred to in the Bible? I don't know. I mean, the, the Bible doesn't mention anyone that lived on this, in the Western Hemisphere. Right, but you got to figure back then it was all one continent. Well, maybe before biblical times, I guess, before the flood. Yeah. I'm saying if you believe in that kind of thing. Right, But, uh, yeah, so they don't know exactly who they were. They just know that they were native to Columbus. So they really don't know. But most of these have been on Earth from central West Virginia all the way up to northern and eastern West Virginia. Okay. I'm going to nickname them the Babylonians because that would make sense to me. If there's going to be a huge tower, you're going to need huge people to build it. Well, they definitely know some were Native American because they were unearthed at some of these mounds. Oh, okay. You know, so they were a Dina people. One, one actually had red hair and uh, a big copper necklace and some uh, mica plating for like you know like breastplates. Uh huh. And uh, all these people were buried around him. So, pretty unusual. So, somewhere along the line, they had a little bit of Irish mix in there. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not sure. Get that red hair. So, uh, another weird, I'm not going to call him wonderful, but another weird West Virginian. How about Charles Manson? This guy is an absolute strange fella. Now, disclaimer, he was not born here. He was not uh, a a long-time resident. He didn't die here. Of course, he died in prison. But uh, he spent a lot of his boyhood life in West Virginia. His, uh, he never knew his dad. His mother was always in trouble with the law. And when she had to go to prison at the Moundsville Penitentiary, he had to live with his aunt and uncle in McMechan in Marshall County, which okay. isn't that far away from Moundsville. And then uh, they wound up, when she got out, they moved to Canola County. And uh, other than being, you know, truant, right. he really wasn't getting into trouble. But then when he went back to Indianapolis, that's kind of where his, uh, you know, reign of lunacy, <laughs> lunacy begins. Charles Manson, 
a weird West Virginian. How about uh, Harry R. Truman? Not Harry S. Truman, the president. Harry R. Truman. Who was that? Uh, wasn't he like the owner of some kind of lodge? He was. He was from Clay County and went to Washington State, started a lodge there for tourists, and it was at the base of Mount St. Helens. No joke. And when they knew Mount St. Helens was going to blow, of course, he wasn't the only one. Right. But he refused to leave because that was his place. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, so they're, uh, telling, they're telling him that this thing is going to blow. Yeah. And his life's at risk. Yes. And he says, eh, it's all right. I'm going to stay here. But, I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of respectable because, you know, he was 83 and uh, he was like, nope, this place is my life. I'm, I'm not I'm not leaving. So did he live? No. He died. Yes, he did. Yep. I, uh, I would have chose to leave. I'm, you know, personally, if I've made it 80 something years, I'm going to leave. I, I, why? Well, why does I? I don't know. I don't understand why somebody would want to stay at the bottom. Home is where the heart is, bud. Well, he, he wanted to die with his lodge. Wow. So, yeah, Harry R. Truman owned a lodge at Mount St. Helens, refused to leave, and died there in 1980. Here's another weird West Virginian, Jack Whitaker. Now, back in 2002, he won, which was at that time the largest Powerball winning. It was $314.9 million. But that's where his bad luck began. And you think that if you win that much money that, you know, your life's going to be nothing but, you know, grandeur after that. But uh, it wound up being pretty sad. So he won in 2002. 2003, he was arrested for DUI and robbed of over half a million dollars that was in his car. Right, but that was just stupidity. He left it in a suitcase on the chair where people could see it. Yeah, but these two guys come up and beat him up and just took his briefcase full of money. Right. And they said, why do you drive around with that much money in a briefcase? He said, because I can. And that's the result you get with people when you think that that's what you can do. Right, so that's that was the year after he won. Uh, in 2003 and 2004, once again, robbed of his suitcase out of his car, this time with $200,000. Didn't get robbed of as much money, but uh, still two hundred grand. So he's getting a little bit wiser as time continues. Yeah, right, yeah okay, yeah. That's one perspective. Uh, also in 2004, his granddaughter's boyfriend wound up dead in his home, in Jack's home. Really? Yeah. Uh, he, that I don't remember. Well, he OD'd, and he had all, I mean, with the talk screen, he had so many drugs in his in his system. Different wow. ones. Different ones. That same year, his granddaughter, whose boyfriend died a few months before, his granddaughter was found murdered on the property. She had, she was wrapped up in, like, plastic wrap, and uh, she, she also had a bad talk screen. Didn't she also get kidnapped or she was part of a plot where she had planned it as well to pretend like she was kidnapped to try to get some of his money well no one was ever charged in that murder wow nobody if i'm thinking right she had a five thousand dollar a week uh allowance but per him well that's clearly not enough (laughs) what do you think is going to happen to a teenager if they have that kind of allowance i don't know i don't i have a hard time making that work in a 60-hour work week well it's you know it's a quarter million dollars a year you know, what's a what's a teenager going to do with that? Also, <clears throat> two years later in 2006, he was sued by Caesars Palace in Atlantic City for passing bad checks. Didn't know a place like that would accept checks. But I guess if they know who you are and you're like, well, he's got $315 million. Right. He's got the money. Nope. 
So they sued him for a million and a half dollars. <laughs> All they had to do is go out to his car. Yeah, everybody <laughs> knows what kind of money he's got in the suitcase out there, a briefcase. And then in 2016, his mansion burnt to the ground, and it was not insured. Wow. You know, and I know we're kind of chuckling a little bit about the, the just amount of bad things that happened to him. Yes, we're, we feel bad for the man. Nobody deserves this kind of stuff in life. It's, you know, you don't want to see anybody's family dying or anything like that. It's just, how can you have so much go wrong when something so major happens in your life that should have been beneficial? Well, it just goes to show you, man, you know, it's the norm now. You win these big power balls, you remain anonymous. Right. So maybe he should have, you know, because you're driving around with, five hundred and forty five thousand dollars in a briefcase and people know who you are but see i think that's what's wrong with the state of west virginia is i don't think you can stay anonymous in the state of west virginia i think that it's required by law to declare <laughs> declare There's what who you are you got to give them a name because they want to, what it is is they're wanting to prove oh, to everybody you're saying per powerball right oh i don't know because you're they want to show that it's not a gimmick yeah. So you have to tell them your name. Other states allow you to hide who you are, right? but not West Virginia. Okay. Well, let's move on from weird people, which another one I guess you could throw in there, and he's not really weird, but he, he, he played characters that were weird, and it was Don Knotts. He was a fantastic actor. I mean, he was weird in the most funny and heartwarming way. Yes. So I, I don't even know. He's a I, good weird guy. Well, I wouldn't even put weird on him. He was awkward. Right. How's that? At least he played the parts of awkward people really yeah, well. Yeah, that that was his wheelhouse for sure. So let's get into places. And the segue is kind of a uh, weird place and person. Lost World Caverns in Greenbrier County. Now, if anyone's familiar with Weekly World News. Mm-hmm. If you've ever checked out at the grocery store, it's right there at the checkout aisle. It is the, the, the black and white tabloid that is just so outlandish and ridiculous. And everyone knows Bat Boy. Bat right. Boy is always in that tabloid for doing some crazy stuff. Bat Boy in high-speed police chase or whatever. So according to that tabloid, Bat Boy is from Lost World Caverns in Greenbrier County. I wonder if his dad, Batman, lives in there. I don't know if Batman's his dad. <laughs> I really don't. How would that work? A bat and a guy. I don't know if that would work. Hey, science can do amazing things. Yeah, well. You got mice running around with ears on their back. and Rats. Do- you got rats. Dolly the sheep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's all made up stuff. But anyway, uh, how about Lake Shawnee Amusement Park? I've been there. Have you? Yeah, it's a fantastic time. So... What? I'm just joking. Yeah, I was going to say, wait a minute now. So supposedly it's haunted. It's been abandoned for decades. It's still, you know what it reminds me of, if you see pictures of it, um, in uh, the Ukraine, Pripyat, yeah. where Chernobyl is. They had a amusement park in Pripyat that was only there for like three days before the Chernobyl disaster. And of course, Pripyat was evacuated. No one can live there for like 14,000 years or something like that. Maybe a little bit longer after everything gets done in the Ukraine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, you know, the, the, it just kind of, it's it's there. Right. And, and, of course, it's changed because 
you know, nature takes over everything. When I was going to say, a lot of this park has been rusted out and the rides are falling apart. It's overgrown. And, yeah. I mean, you can't enjoy it. But supposedly it's haunted because two children died there, and that's kind of why they just, you know, let's cut our losses and get out of here. Now, the paranormal uh, followers, I do believe, head up there a couple times with the recording boxes and stuff like that to see if they can interact with the afterlife. Well, that I don't know if I'd, <laughs> I don't know if I'd, I don't know. I don't believe that's If nothing else, it's, it's going to be an intriguing time, especially if you go at night. Well, I, th- I think it'd be neat great. to go see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh. Moving on, let's talk about the mystery hole. The what hole the in the mis- wall. Yeah, the mystery hole in Anstead. I think it's Fayette County, if I'm yes. thinking right. Um, it's some hole in the ground that some dude found in the 70s, and supposedly gravity is different there. You can balance furniture on its end, and uh, you stand on a slant, and you know you put a ball on a ramp, and it goes uphill, and that kind of thing. There was There's- a lot of work that went into this. People don't understand just how much work they had to do to change the leveling of the mystery hole. Well, I was going to say, there's places I've been to where they have an attraction in an amusement park that does all this stuff. Yes. So it's the, it's same, the same thing. Sure. So uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the one. It was at uh, in Ligonier, PA, Ottawa Park. They had something like that. That was always the first place we hit because it right. was near the entrance, but I can't remember it. Yeah, you feel like you're walking at an angle and yeah, yeah. things aren't quite what they appear and honestly they're not what they appear because you think that's messed up yeah. but it's not it's all about perspective right it's like disney world main street usa these buildings on main street usa look like they're taller than what they really are it's called forced perspective and uh this is kind of the same thing but guess what it's really fun go check it out absolutely that's the mystery hole in anstead let's talk about the barber county museum mummies uh, they're, they're called the uh, Mummies of Philippi. Right. And these mummies, of course, they're not, like, ancient. They're, they are from the 1800s, mm-hmm. so it just depends on what you consider ancient. But what these mummies were, they were people who died at the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. And this, I don't know why, but this farmer said, hey, let me have some of these bodies. I've developed this new embalming technique. I want to try it out on some cadavers. So they released these cadavers to him. He did his thing. And it wound up working well enough that these mummies went on tour with the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus uh, as a, like a sideshow side attraction. And uh, now, and they've been through different floods and stuff, yes. but they're still intact. And now you can go to the Barber County Museum in Philippi to see these mummies still mm-hmm. intact. Of course, they don't look like they're asleep. They look like they came from ancient Egypt. Yes, yes, very much so. And they're inside that glass box, so you definitely get a very good view right. of the mummies. Yep. I've seen mummies uh the Smithsonian and this and that. I saw them down in um, Jamestown, Virginia. Really cool, man, yeah. because I, 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 mean, I, I guess they have an explanation for why they were preserved. But you've heard of these people they've dug up and and they look preserved and it has some natural reaction with the soil they turn into soap mm-hmm. and we saw a mummy like that down in jamestown but he still had red hair and a red beard i thought that was really strange well these by far i think these are the scariest looking yeah, that they, i have ever seen well think the about smithsonian it. ones look well they're, they're pretty much wrapped these yeah. here oh, in barber their you. face yeah i went with you yeah, yeah that was in 2019 in, in barber county that their face is kind of exposed and so it's, yeah, it's creepy looking. It is. 
All right, so moving on. How about the Canova Pumpkin House? Now, Canova always get this confused. I can't remember if it's Cabell County or Wayne. I know it's close to the border between those counties. But uh, the Canova Pumpkin House, actually, they're not pumpkins. They're jack-o'-lanterns. Right. There is a difference. They've been modified. And uh, this person who owns this house in Canova, they decorate their house each year at Halloween with 3,000 jack-o'-lanterns i mean that's how do you do that it's amazing and it's on it's the not roof like, it's on the ground it's yeah. everywhere it, it's not like you can start in december you know and work your way <laughs> to october yeah i got all three thousand done you know yeah, you have to like do them like relatively soon before halloween yeah it's a team effort by the city i sure. do believe but and, this house is pretty you know pretty grand so yes. it's a it's a iconic house to put these jack-o'-lanterns around i think it's one of those must-see places at halloween time and it's cool because where the house is situated there's a lot of people in that vicinity they could just walk past it check it out it's not like you got to drive up country roads to find this place it's right there in town so pretty neat how about the in chester this is all the way up in hancock county chester the world's largest teapot yes i still want to know why they painted it red and white though. well here's here's the little backstory this thing was built it was for a local root beer company and it was originally a root beer keg Okay. And it was a concession stand that sold root beer. Well, oh, then, so they, they used it. Yes. I, I thought it was just built for display. No, no, it's a building. Okay. And then uh, when, that, when that place, whenever that company went out of business, uh, some other company took it over to sell concessions, but they added a spout and a little lid on top to make it look like a teapot. So I'm not sure exactly if it's still in use, but of course it's still there. Right. Um. It's a great side venture if you just happen to be going Go through, through the area. Right, right. So that's all the way at the tip top of West Virginia in the northern panhandle. Uh, moving on, Flatwoods, West Virginia. Now, what, what makes them on you know an unusual place to visit? But that's where the Flatwood Monster lives. Yeah, yeah, the Flatwoods Monster. And supposedly, this is in the 50s, I think. Yep. There was a, a bunch of lights over this hill at night. And some people went over to check it out, and there was a spaceship there about 10 feet high, and this monster, and supposedly the people that were in the close vicinity of this ship got really sick. Radiation poisoning, whatever. Well, what's really neat, okay, is so these kids saw the lights going across. They were playing basketball. You know more about this than I do. Go ahead. They were playing basketball, and they saw the lights go over, and they saw something crash. And so it piqued their interest. They actually ran inside. They got their mom, the one, of the one of the moms of one of the boys, who said she would go with them to where they supposedly saw this crash. So her and the boys, they get out. They're going towards this location. I want to say there's a gentleman. He was with not the National Guard. Maybe it was the National Guard. Anyway, he was respectable and some form of military that went with them as well. They get up there, it's dark, it's smoky, it's just, they get that real eerie feeling, and this object, this thing shows up, and it just looks horrifying. It's like red and... It was red and green. Red and green, tall, slender, and it scared the crap out of them. Of course, they took off running. Right. And like you said, uh, later on... People start getting sick. Was it radiation poisoning, and they had burns or That's something? That's what the, th- the thought is. The thought is right. that it, that was from radiation poisoning. Well, they they wanted to keep this like quiet because mm-hmm. they were, you know, embarrassed or whatever. You know, this is getting out, and everybody's like, "Yeah, you're nuts." 
Well, <clears throat> later on, they're like, let's embrace it. Right. You know what I mean? So now they do. And the Flatwoods Monster, Flatwoods, West Virginia, it's a destination for these paranormal folks, just like Point Pleasant. Right. I, I even think that uh, the Men in Black may have came to this location as well during that time frame, because that was big. Wasn't that the first place they went to? It might have been. That was like their first case or something? Is that? I, I know it was. Be, it predated the Mothman. No, I'm thinking of the Blue Book Project, maybe. Well, the Blue Book. The Mothman project was found. Some of that was found in the Blue Book. Yeah. Along with Flatwoods, Flatwoods Monster. Monster. Okay, I got you. All right, moving on. The Greenbrier Resort Nuclear Bunker. Now, this wasn't known until the 90s, um, but it was in 1958. It was built under, you know, you know, secrecy. And it was whenever we were having, <laughs> kind of like today, we had a lot of tensions with the Soviet Union, which they don't exist today, I guess, kind of but right they kind of do still <laughs> without that name but anyway they're like we need a place that we can get congress and their families to quickly that's uh relatively untouchable when it comes to the nukes no one had nukes pointed at greenbrier county west virginia and so they built this bunker and it was to house 1500 people if i'm thinking if i'm remembering this right 1500 people for two years this place had accommodations, food, sleeping quarters, a hospital, the whole nine yards, water. I mean, I can't remember how big these water tanks were, but they were massive. And it was to house Congress and their families in case of a nuclear attack. And, of course, they decommissioned it in the 90s because it got out. Right. Now, side note, my mom's cousin, she was the head of housekeeping there for 40-plus years at the Greenbrier Resort, and she said that these repairmen would go into a room to fix the television, even though there was nothing wrong with it. And it basically, what it came down to it was she was she was convinced that they were bugging televisions to see if people coming to stay there would even know anything about the bunkers. I guess they were keeping you know tabs on people to see if they what what info they had, and. Uh, I don't think they really knew, but they were keeping wraps on them anyway. So moving on, the Martinsburg time capsule. Now, I know we've done a Martinsburg episode, but we didn't put this in because this little nugget was for this episode. The The, the time capsule, it's to be open in 2040, and they built it in 1990. It's a giant apple Yeah, in town. Why Fiberglass. Is it, why is it a giant apple? Well, it's muscleman, right? Well, it's that area is known for its orchards. Yep. Now that's where Musselman's applesauce came from. Was down the road, okay, outside of Martinsburg, uh, down in like Enwood and Bunker Hill. But yeah, uh, Berkeley County and neighboring county, uh, Frederick County, Virginia, known for apples, right. big time. And then uh, last but not least, the Paranormal Museum. Now this place is freaky. Yeah, it's it's in Moundsville. It's a place where, now this is all supposed, cursed ventriloquist dolls or baby dolls. Then they have like skull caps that were on electric chairs for, you know, executing inmates and then uh, embalming tables, all this weird stuff that you really don't see anywhere else because everything's got like a horrific backstory to it. Absolutely. Now, it's you not have a it's, different name for this place. What's the official name for this paranormal oh, museum? Oh, crud. I've already forgot it already. I'm not going to lie to you. You just told it to I me know, like 15 minutes ago. I know, but my brain just I've, we've talked about this. How my brain just <laughs> lets things slide. 
it's super intriguing. It's not a big place at all. It kind of just looks like an old house, really, you know, with a sign out front. Which in that self in itself could be pretty creepy. Right. But you will. When if you walk into this place, check it out. I really feel like you're gonna walk out with cold chills mm-hmm. just because of just how strange everything is. So even if it doesn't have anything connected to it, your your imagination is gonna make you feel like there is something there. Sure. So uh let's move on to town names, some weird town names. Now, I'm sure that some listeners are already saying, well, what about the uh, the wonderful whites of West Virginia? Or how about those folks in odd West Virginia? I'm not talking about those, okay? Number one, I'm not going to endorse anything that exploits people as a whole. Right? They exploit us with one family. And I don't really believe that these people were even genuine to begin with. So I'm not... Same with Buckwild. I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's exploitation. It's fictitious. You know, it's like any reality show. You Absolutely. Know, they produce it. They direct it. All and, that stuff. And they throw money at it. And so the things that people will do for money is unbelievable. It's not a documentary to be informative. It's for entertainment. Yes. Hey, look how crazy these people are. Or whatever. I'm not buying into that I, stuff. I tell my wife Even that. though I just kind of did. You I, know? I tell my wife that all the time because she loves, like my 90 day fiance and stuff like that. I'm like, Christy, that's not real. No, these people are putting on a show. They're getting paid It's for entertainment. Yes. It's for entertainment. So the first town name odd. <laughs> that's why I brought that up. That is a little odd, isn't it? Yeah. So how about Pawpaw? But you know why they named it odd? Go ahead. They wanted an unusual name. Well, they got one. God honest truth. No, they got that one. Pawpaw. Now, a lot of people outside the state, and I don't know why this is, they don't even know what a pawpaw is. It's a West Virginia banana. It, it is. It's a fruit. And I remember when I was young and in the Boy Scouts, we would look for them. Yes. Um, it's yellow. It's kind of, well, it could be green, too. Green or yellow. It, it's kind of squash-shaped, I guess. Yes, yes. And if you cut it, there's, like, big seeds in it. So it's not full of these little seeds, like strawberries or raspberries. But it, it's unusual taste. Um, it's not like off-putting. Right. It's good, but it's something you can't just put your finger on. So a lot of people, like he said, they they call it West Virginia banana. I think it tastes like an apple and a banana. Right. It's got that combined. Cross. Yeah. Um, now the reason why you don't see these at like farmers markets, man, do they spoil quick. Yeah. So it's something that you have to cut down and eat within the day or two, and then it's done. Um, and it's because it's what they call like a custard fruit. You can actually get a spoon and just scoop it out. Um, some people think it tastes like papaya or mango or, or whatever, but they're, they're not native to, uh, not that bananas are, but bananas are pretty common. Right. So I, I would say like a banana and an apple, but I, I, I'm not real big on eating papaya all the time. So I'm not sure if I can equate it to that. Right. Even, even though the pawpaw fruit is native to West Virginia, it's not like we go to the grocery store and it's they're lined with pawpaws. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're they're, they're mean, perishable. I mean, very quickly perishable. So the next town, Kermit. Located right next to Miss Piggy. Yeah, right. <laughs> A lot well, of people don't know where this name comes from, and it was named after Teddy Roosevelt's son, yeah. Kermit. Uh, now, now listen, people. It's not Hurricane. It's Hurricane. Even though there's, it's spelled just like Hurricane, it's Hurricane. Right. And if you go to Hurricane and you say Hurricane, they will quickly correct you. How about Cairo? Been through there. Cairo. Yeah. 
The old Egyptian town. Yeah, exactly. Now, I really, really didn't want to say this one, but I have to do it because we're not a propaganda piece, people. There is a town in Clay County called Booger Hole. <laughs> Isn't that just a nostril? Yes. Really? Okay, yes. so here's the backstory. It's based on the Boogie Man. Of course, okay. they were calling him the Booger Man, and... I guess it was in a hollow, so they call it. And usually, now you're really making it sound bad. James. I know. I didn't say hollow. I said hollow. <laughs> but anyway, that's where the, that town name came from. Booger Hole. Fun fact. There's only two counties in West Virginia without a stoplight. Clay County is one of them. Really? Yep. Let's move on to Pie. Pie, West Virginia. Now, not the 3.14 P.I. Pie. No, we're P-I-E. not that educated. We're talking about the dessert. Now, how did I know about it? <laughs> anyway, it's the dessert PIE, and the name came from the postmaster who named it because he really liked pie. Yeah, there, it had nothing to do with the area. He just liked pie. Maybe, who knows, maybe the ladies of the town would have pies available for him as he went about dropping off their mail. Well, maybe he thought that he wasn't getting enough pie it on could his be. route. Could he, be. He's trying to boost the pie output. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pee-wee. Don't know why it's called Pee-wee. I have no idea. There's some true diehard fans of the TV series Pee-wee's Playhouse. Uh-uh, I used to like it. I know, I did too. I liked it. The pterodactyl was one of my favorites. Yeah, right. Uh, cherry. I like Cherry. <laughs> and Globy. <laughs> How about Hoo-Hoo? I've never even heard of Hoo-Hoo. Where's this? I'm not sure, not 100%. Sure. No, but uh, it's it's a place. How about Looneyville? They should have renamed Weston Looneyville. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to think about uh, or think about saying was that would have been a perfect fit for there. Yep, Looneyville. How about Left Hand? Never heard of it. I don't know why it's called that. How about Scrabble? A lot of educated people like to play board games. Scrabble, West Virginia. Kitchen. Kitchen, West Virginia. That's where some guy created the name of a town so his wife knew where he thought she should be. Uh, you know, I, I'm just speculating here. I know back in the day, kitchens were outdoors. Yes. So maybe they, it was just like a you know point of reference whenever you were coming through. It's over at the blah, blah, blah kitchen. Maybe they had a lot of community dinners and stuff. At the kitchen. Yes. I don't know. Maybe, maybe so. How about Lego? Always building up. That's it. Lego, West Virginia. Burnt house. And I can under, I can kind of speculate on why that was called Burnt House. Well, it won't be a city for very long. Although the last name of the folks who live there might have been Burnt. I don't know. Uh, Cucumber. You really have to like cucumbers to call your town cucumber. It is the only thing that probably grew in the soil. I don't know, man. They couldn't get squash, but they could get cucumber. (laughs) And so, therefore, the town name is Cucumber. Yes. Sassafras. Now, sassafras, sassafras, a lot of people don't know this, but back in the day when they were making root beer, sassafras was the flavor, but they outlawed it because too much sassafras is a uh, a diuretic problem. It's, you know, it kills your kidney. So they started artificially flavoring it, but that was the original flavor of root beer. And I remember when we were kids, my mom would send us out in the woods to find sassafras. Now, if you don't know what sassafras looks like, okay. You look for leaves that look like oven mitts. Right. And some of them have two thumbs on them. Mm-hmm. But you break a little twig off and smell it, and it smells like Fruit Loops. That's what you're looking for. And we would dig up the roots, and she would cut them up, boil them, and we would have sassafras tea at least once a summer. And it's real red. 
So, uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite childhood memories is making sassafras tea with mom. How about 100, West Virginia? This is our last one, 100. It's a home to some very old settlers. Yeah, the earliest settlers uh, was a, a husband and wife, and uh, they lived to be 109 and yeah, 106. I believe it was Henry Church and his wife. Right. So I'm not sure what the name of the town was before that, but uh, they renamed it 100 after them, uh, 109 and 106. Now, one of my favorites, and I know it's not listed here, but I love Jumping Branch. Yeah, I, why would they even call it that? It's out from Summers County, and it's assumed that the settlers named it that because you they had to go across a fallen log that ran across the creek to get to where they settled. I gotcha. So they called it Jumping Branch. Gotcha. Any any other ones? Oh, we got tons, bud. But <laughs> well, of course, you got uh, True, True West Virginia, True. <laughs> right. And the funny thing is, okay, so they requested a post office, and so they sent a letter, and the center had said, "We need a post office that's true." Okay. And so they just ran with it. From there on, it became True. I got you. Yep. So outside of that, I mean, you have, you got Alloy, West Virginia, big, big, ugly. Listen, you don't want to find your spouse there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't. It's not named because the people are big and ugly. It's named because it runs along the big, ugly river. Yeah. Which that creek. It's not a river. It's a creek. That's not a good name for a river either. You got Bull Town, Eleanor. It's Eleanor. Eleanor. My sister used to live there. Uh, Fraser's Bottom. Yeah. Fraser's Bottom. I don't think I would want to live in a town named Fraser's Bottom. I'm sure it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> you got Jane Lou, uh, Man, Matoka. Is it Matoka? How do you pronounce that? I it think was that's Pocahontas. What it is. Yeah. Her her uh, sacred name. Right. Man. Yeah. Man High School. The nickname of the Man High School sports teams is the Hillbillies. I love it. It's one of the most cherished nicknames of a sports team in the United States, the Hillbillies. And, of course, they're not talking about stereotypical people, the mountains. We're talking about goats, people. You know, it's a mountain goat. Uh, And what I left off for one of my personal favorite places, weird, the John Brown Wax Museum in Harpers Ferry. That place freaks me out. Really? I've never been there. Well, you walk through and it's all these different scenes of the attack and then his arrest and then his trial and his death or whatever. But there's one part, and and all these scenes with the wax figures are in these giant life-size dioramas. There was one where he was in jail, sick, and he was in a bed, a cot, okay, with a blanket over him, and his you could see his chest rise and fall while he was breathing. My wife especially dislikes that because it's really <laughs> freaky, man. It looks like they're really in there. So yeah, I forgot to to mention that one. So let's move on to our last segment: things we supposedly do. That's what I'm going to put in there. Supposedly do well. I'm an outsider, so I've picked up some of these habits, but not all. Well, we'll see. So, according to a couple different sites online, and I'm like I said, I've looked into some of these people that wrote this stuff. They're not even from here, so I don't know where they're getting their <laughs> info from. They're not even remotely close from here. One was from Montana. How do you know what our, you know, our, our oddities or our uh, uh, habits? How you know our weird habits or things we say if you don't even live near us? Well, that's simple, James. If you haven't noticed by now, they probably work for CNN or Fox News or one of the major networks where you can make things up and air it as factual. 
Well, once again, this is stereotypes. It's stereotypes. You take stereotypes you hear on TV, and all of a sudden they're fact, and it's right. garbage. Okay, so some of these are true, but some of them are totally ridiculous. How about coleslaw? What do you do with coleslaw? Nothing. I hate it. Okay, well, supposedly we all eat, we all eat coleslaw on our hot dogs. I have never done that. Now, you give me chili sauce and mustard, that's my hot dog, but... Coleslaw? Nope. Yeah. That that myth is busted right there. We we're busting that now, one. I, I may have seen or heard of people doing that, but I've never seen it a lot. Right. One once in a blue moon you might R- see something. Relish do more that. than coleslaw yes. for sure. How about this? In random places, people just yell, Let's go. Mountaineers. Yeah. But does that happen in random places? Um Bars and sporting events mainly are the only two places you see that happen. Is that random? Um, at the bar, anything can be random. It's not like you're in church. Right. You just go, let's go, and then the other side you mean of the to church goes, Mountaineers. You mean to tell me you've never been walking down the grocery aisle, no. like aisle one, and nope. you yell out, let's go, and then like in the freezer section, you hear some far-off voice going, Mountaineers. No, because uh, I'm yeah, usually with... The ravishing misses, and I would get slapped upside the back of the head if I did that. Right, but now it, the truth of that statement is, even though it doesn't really happen <laughs> as much, if somebody did do that, there will be a response of mountaineers, no matter where you are. Yeah, but it doesn't happen. Right, it does. It's not something you see. No, a lot of. Okay, here's another one. We pronounce wash with an R, as in wash. No, we don't. There's not, only one person I know that does that. Right, and I'm te- he's from Tennessee. Yeah. So it's not us, okay? We do not say warsh, okay? How about we eat cornbread with milk? No, I eat cornbread with chili. I, what? Where does milk come from? I have no clue. Now, I, don't even sound delicious. And I'll tell you this, since you brought up chili, something I did not know until about maybe two years ago, there are so many people that I know that has to have a plain peanut butter sandwich with their chili. Really? I have never heard of that until maybe two years ago. And it turns out, I started asking all these people, and about half of them are like, oh, I have to have a peanut butter sandwich with my chili. I'm like, why? Now, see, when I have chili, I don't have a peanut butter sandwich. What I do is I have a ton of crackers that I crumble up into my chili. I throw a boatload of shredded cheese on it. Yes. And that's how I eat my chili. Now, you're from Texas. Do you put beans in it? I don't like beans in my chili. Me either. That's Texas chili. Yes, I'm with you there. And then if you go to Cincinnati, it's chili on spaghetti. Yes, yes. There's a lot of different versions of chili. And then it's like if you want cheese, it's chili two-way and onions is three-way. I did a chili challenge at a church that I went to, and I was the only one that didn't have beans in his chili. And I'm like looking at it, and I'm like, people, y'all do not have chili here. Please tell me that this was after church and not before. It was. Okay, thank God. Yes. Thank God. Okay. So the next thing we do, supposedly, we celebrate June 20th like it's our birthday. I don't. No, me neither. Now, I can see some people in our state doing it. I I can, but I don't. I don't see it. Uh, June 20th is important because it's our anniversary. Right. So uh, West Virginia Day is June 20th. How about this? We're excited to see West Virginians on TV or in movies. That's a true statement. Yes. 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 So, uh, now, it's not like I have to see every Jennifer Garner movie. Well, yeah. But I like to see West Virginians in the spotlight. I do try it. to watch a lot of Steve Harvey. 
Steve Harvey. I watch a lot of Steve Harvey. Yeah, like uh, one of the uh, America Has Talent winners was a West Virginian. Yeah. Never watched it. Don't even know his name. But, hey, kudos to you, buddy. Okay, how about uh, we celebrate Thanksgiving by hunting? Now, this I've done, but it's not a ritual for me. I'm going to say that back in the day, if you went back maybe 50 years, 50, 60 years, it was probably more dominant to see that happen than now. Well, think about it. Because hunting and fishing, even though that's really what our, a lot of people think of on our state, is really seen to kind of a decline. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, I agree with that wholeheartedly. But it seems like the ones that hunt, they hunt year-round. Yes. So they're making up for the ones that aren't. Yes. So uh, well, I have hunted, but uh, as far as like deer during Thanksgiving week, I haven't done it for 20 years. Probably. And if people, if you're curious, those who go out and hunt wild turkey for Thanksgiving, no, they're messed up in the head. That is the nastiest meat I've ever had in my life. Well, I you got to bre- like, you got to breast them out. Yeah, you can't eat the like rest of turkey. it. Okay, oh. you can't eat turkey thigh and all yeah, that stuff. It's, it's not happening. Yeah, it's greasy. It's very gamey. Yes, very very gamey. Okay, so something else we do: we watch folks jump off a bridge once a year. That yeah, is true. Yeah, very true. Bridge Day brings in 100,000 spectators and at we, the New River Gorge Bridge, which we just covered. And we get excited when the parachute don't open. Well, <laughs> that's only happened once. Only once. Um, we sing country roads all of the time. No, that is not true. Mm. I do not. I sing it in my head a lot. I don't. I, not out loud. I don't like broadcast because one my voice my singing voice is terrible uh, so yes it is unless i want to clear the the room that's <laughs> the only reason i start to sing but well, you know listen to me it is so played it is that's why i hate that song american pie okay i like what it's about but i've heard that song so many times i loathe it yep country roads i don't loathe it because Usually when I hear it, it's because the Mountaineers won a game. Now, we didn't hear it much last year. We haven't heard it much for two years. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure in the very near future, we'll hear it more. But in that in that aspect, I do enjoy it. Right. Okay, but I'm not going to, like, you know, upload it into my, you know, Bluetooth and listen or whatever. Right. It's not on my, you know, uh, my playlist or anything. No, it's not. We don't sing it all the time. Okay, here's another one. We eat roadkill. Where are, the hell did that come from? There are people that eat roadkill in West Virginia, but let's be honest, almost every state in the Union has a law for roadkill. I've never heard. It can heard, happen anywhere. Never in my life have I heard of someone eating roadkill. I, never. I have, but. What is it? What are they eating? The, anything. Possum. What? Yeah. I don't know a single person. That I've seen people uh, go out and get the deer that have been hit. Now, is this in West Virginia or Texas? No, it's West Virginia. I have never yes. heard of that. Never. But like I said, it's not West Virginia is not the only place that that happens. And when you're dealing with roadkill, one, most of it's damaged to the point you're not going to be able to eat it. But you run a high risk that because, like, disgusting. especially with the deer, once its bowels burst oh man now you're you're getting into an area where i'm just saying the meat is ruined i don't so i I just don't want to see somebody running out and going oh there's a hit deer you got to file with the dnr i think i think you got to call it in and tell them hey there's a dead animal right here i would like to take it oh my god that is so disgusting (laughs) it is i would never uh, that is disgusting if you're broke you're broke 
You know what I mean? If, you, if it comes to feeding your family, <sighs> I guess push but, comes to shove. Good God! Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. That's just gross. Okay, how about uh, we love to eat ramps? No. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you right now. There's a that, lot of people that do. That is true, collectively. Right. Um, but I don't like. And them. and it seems like every little town has a ramp festival. At the at the at the local fire department, the volunteer fire department, they have a ramp festival. Uh-huh. Now I know where I grew up. They had out of staters come every year for the ramp festival. And I know with when you got within two miles of the town limits, you could smell them. I went fishing with my buddies down in the cranberries. Okay, cranberry glades. Yep. Okay. Fantastic trout fishing. The town that that, that was nearby, and I don't even, I don't remember the name of the town. This place was like a throwback. Mm-hmm. Okay, there was no electronics. So, like, they didn't have no card readers. You paid everything in cash. You, sure. You go to the gas station, you better have cash. Your debit card is not going to work. Oh, I don't mind that. But they had this little restaurant downtown. And my buddy said, let's go eat there for tonight. And I was like, okay, that's fine. We get about a mile away from it, and the odor of the ramps <laughs> was so strong. I was about ready to puke. No, and we get down and we walk in and the place is just like, it like was just, your clothes were, were absorbing the smell. I came out of there smelling like ramps for three days. Well, people that eat ramps, it'll come out of you. Every, oh. everything pours, everything. Now listen, if you've never eaten ramps, if you don't know what ramps are, stay away from them. No, they're yes. good. No, they James are. James is a liar. Now hold on a minute. Now hold on. You never ate them. Oh, I've had them, and you don't like. I them. don't like them. What? No. It's first time I've heard that. No. So if you don't know what ramps are, they're kind of like a wild onion, but they're not wild onions because wild onions are wild onions, right? But they're kind of like an onion and garlic and a little hot. Okay, yeah. I love them. A lot of people they'll they'll cook them in like bacon grease and stuff, and they serve them up. I'm telling you, if you eat them, you will get over that smell. And then when you smell them, you will crave eating ramps. Unless you're Jerry, who is not a real West Virginian. Well, this is this is my words of advice to all of you that do not live in the state of West Virginia. And this is particularly to the men. If you hear that your mother-in-law is coming to stay with you for a couple of days, Go ahead and have your wife make you up a batch of these ramps, <laughs> because I promise you, your mother-in-law will not stay with you very long. Dracula wouldn't either. He'd get the <laughs> hell out of there. All right, so let's move on. You love and hate West Virginia at the same time. No. Now, there are things in the state I don't like, but they're everywhere, okay? Right. I don't like the opiate Well, I, I love epidemic. I love West Virginia. The opioid epidemic yes. is terrible. It's not exclusive to this state. Right. It is detrimental to this state, but it's detrimental to every state. Um, I love West Virginia. Where the love-hate comes from is not the state. It's with the sports team. Oh, see. I love my Mountaineers. I hate to see them lose. Now see, my, my, my hate, you know, it transcends that. It's not the hate of the state. It's the hate of the portrayal of our state. I absolutely hate it because yeah, it's well, all rooted in, in, in it's, it's, it's trash. It is trash. There are so many people that think the movie Deliverance takes place in our state. That is not true. It was it's Georgia, in Georgia, wasn't it? Yes. yes. And but then you got Wrong Turn. Okay, supposedly it's in Greenbrier County, West Virginia. It is garbage. It's not even filmed in the state. It's filmed in Canada. So just forget all that stuff. It's all crap. 
Okay, we celebrate monsters. We, we do. do. Flatwoods yeah. Monster, the Mothman. There are some Bigfoot lovers in our state. I, I don't... There's I don't, another monster. Um, trying to think of the name of it. It's over... Uh, it's not... It's the Grafton Monster. I don't know a yes, thing about it. the Grafton it. Monster's there, too. I don't know too. a thing about it. Now, supposedly, there was a lake between Buckhannon and Weston, and this lake had this giant fish that bit off a kid's arm right. and stuff and it's there's i can't find any evidence of this <laughs> a lot of this stuff is just folklore okay so how about ghost hunting i've lots, done it yes i've done it locations now i didn't do it in our state i did it in gettysburg and it was a blast now once again all these things can be easily explained in my my mind right but it was mr. fun mr science over here well it's just like okay <laughs> it's just like enjoying a movie okay you, you take the Star Wars franchise, okay? Love it. But you know that it's not real. It could be. Okay, but when you're in, when you're in the middle of it, you're enjoying it. Right. You're lost in it. Ghost hunting's no different. Ghost hunting, you're in it, you're enjoying it, but when you're done, you're like, that was pretty cool, but it's it's bogus. I'm telling you right now, for $8,000 a night, you can go to Disney World and stay in the... <laughs> what? The Star... Was it Star Wars? Right? Oh, eight grand yeah. a night. It's eight grand to I stay at the hotel. I saw that yesterday. I never saw how much it was. Yeah, eight grand. That's weird. I was looking up Disney stuff yesterday for uh, a possible trip maybe next year. No, don't, we'll don't stay there. Eight grand. Ooh. No. I'd, I'd stay at one of the all-star resorts. Okay. So, ghost hunting. Yes, we like it. We make fun of ourselves. No, we don't. Well, we don't. Yeah. We are tired of enough people making fun of us. Make fun of ourselves in the way that we feel others make fun of us. We do stuff in good humor. It's it's just like being on a team. Like you have the inside jokes that it's okay if you're on the inside to say it, but if you're on the outside, no. <laughs> so it's I think it's that way too. So in West Virginia, we have inside jokes that we can joke about with each other. <laughs> but if you're from Maryland or Pennsylvania or Virginia and you we say that same it, joke, we don't call it Pennsylvania. Well, what do we call it? Uh, I'm not going to say it. Pennsylvania. There you Pennsylvania. But um, you know, it's not okay if you say it. So just be aware. If you're from been, one of those states, you know, do not. I've been teased by out-of-staters that I know that are right on the border. You know, they live on just on the other side of the border. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yes, once you cross that border, it's a, just a totally different area. So cosmopolitan right across the border. It's the same thing, okay? It's not a state thing. It's a, it's a, it's a region of America thing. Okay. Right. We are the only state completely in the Appalachian mountain system. The only one completely in it. Um, but, uh, these border states, they're in the Appalachian system. Right. Okay. So yeah, we don't make fun of ourselves in that way. Not that way. Like I said, now this is, jokes, this segment, this is the one I have the most trouble with. And if you haven't noticed, I've had trouble with a lot of what I've been saying here lately. Words that only West Virginians say. This is so wrong and false. Okay, so the first word, there's six words here. Okay. And this website said six pla- six words only West Virginians say. All right. This is Shoot them out. so wrong. Holler. Pennsylvania. I do not say that word at either, all. But Pennsylvanians do. I've heard some people say it, but we, I don't say it. Right. It's ridiculous. How about smooch? Grandparents. Yeah, this that's, that's an just old an old thing. person word. It's not something from twenty twenty two. Smooch. That's all over the nation. That's it's stupid. Eighty year old grandma, come here and let me give you some smooches. Yeah, it's so stupid. I tell you, this is the one that someone from Montana wrote. Bull. Yeah. No one says smooch. 
How about britches? What is this, the 1800s? No one says britches. <laughs> now, I say a word that sounds like britches, but it ain't right, britches. Right, right, right. Okay? How about spell? As in, why don't you sit a spell? No, Once we, again, we that's, a, that's an old person term is what that is. These you words are so outdated, and somehow they've been condensed to just our state. Yeah. Give me a break. How about poke? Well, I use poke. For what? I'm going to poke you. I'm going to poke not, your eye out. That's not the context of what they're saying. Okay, so give me the context. Then. It means a bag. Like a shopping bag. See, I call that a bag. Yeah, it's not a poke. Okay, and the only reason I knew... I had to look this up years ago because I watched... One of my favorite movies was National Lampoon's European Vacation. Yes, yes. Okay, the opening scene, they're on a game show called Pig and a Poke. And I'm like, what does that mean? What is Pig and a Poke? And it means pig in a bag. Huh. I've heard of pig in a blanket, but I've never heard of pig in a bag either. <laughs> I don't... Maybe that's European. So, poke. Yeah, but they're saying it's West Virginian. Well, and that's that's wrong. Where okay. did you say she's from? Montana? <laughs> if I got the website right, yes. All right. So, we're going to take that with a grain of that's, salt. They're it, out in the middle of it's nowhere. It's garbage. It's garbage. Okay. How about blink? That's another one. Okay. So, to me, blink is what you eyelids. do with your eyelids. Yes. Nope. Not according to her. Blink is something that you call milk that went sour. Yeah, never. Never. Never heard that no. from anyone. I've, I've been on this earth longer than some. Right. Never you heard anyone say that. I know. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you're so <laughs> much younger than I am. So much. Okay. And the last word, the last word, I will admit. I hear this one a lot. I have used it. I have used the other version of this word. Uh-huh. The, uh, the actual, you know. Right. The accurate word and this word. It's crick. Right. I have used it, but I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, okay? go ahead. My dad is from Maryland, okay? Uh-huh. And there's this valley that they call the Crick Valley, and I have called it the Crick Valley. Okay. Now, as far as Crick goes, I've heard it a lot. I have never used it. I thought that when I first moved up here, the people that were saying that were a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> didn't understand that a crick is something you find in your neck. Yes. I get a crick in my neck. Yeah. The creek is where the water's at. But is crick in your neck even an accurate word? Or uh, 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 my grandma said it all the time. So I, that's I what I mean. Suit. I don't know if it's an actual legitimate right word or use of the word. I'm not even sure if the word exists in any other way. I don't it, know. It, it may or may not. I'm not real sure. But because I think it's a variation of creek. Yes. But I can I, say even this. like a, even like a creaky floor. There's a crick in the floor. I don't know. I've never heard that. Like a crick in... I don't know. Huh. But anyway, go ahead. So I thought that was weird, but then people made fun of me when I got to a body of water that was not very large, and I called it a tank. What the heck is that? It's a... Y'all call them fish ponds. We call them tanks. They're like a fish tank. They're not very big. They're, you know, maybe an acre worth of water, maybe two acres. It's, it's a small body of water that you can fish out of. Your your cattle go and drink out of and in the field. That's it's a watering tank. Never heard of that. Yeah, Never. and like I said, that was kind of a Texas thing. I got up here and I was like, "Oh, we're going fishing at the tank," and everybody just turns around and looks at me. They're like, "What? Like an aquarium tank? A piece <laughs> of glass? What are you going to do, Cobble? Put your hook down in it?" I'm like, yeah. "Shut up!" I was like, "Why don't you go run along the creek?" Yeah, right. You know? Well, so everybody does I, I have, have unique. Right, I have wording. used that word, but it wasn't like one that I thought of. It was one that was applied to that. Okay, 
And I don't want to use what crick it was because <laughs> they don't know where I'm at. But anyway, I just looked it up. Yes, crick is an actual word. A painful, stiff feeling in the neck or back. See? So, and you get a crick in your neck. It is an actual word. So unless that, that water that's flowing down the side of the road or the mountain is causing you pain, it's not a crick. I guess technically it could be a crick if you didn't catch anything. I, I don't know. But it'd be more of a pain in the butt than not a exactly. pain in the back. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> not exactly sure where that phrase even came from or I don't know. But yeah. Maryland. So, I, you know, I mean, where I grew up, yeah, we called it a creek. But yeah. when we were talking about where my dad was from, we called it the Crick Valley. And that's just because that's right. everyone called it. And we're not even talking about West Virginia. We're talking about Maryland. So it's not a, a truly West Virginia phrase. And like right. I said, the name of this article was six words. Well, I used seven because I forgot about it, another one that she wrote about. The only West, Sorry about that. The only West Virginia word I know is tutors. Yeah, that's not. that's a name. It's a name, but that is... Pretty much, you're only going to hear it in West Virginia. Yeah, but that bridge is, come on, smooch, come on. It's so, that's so stupid. So stupid. Okay, well, uh, we're going to end it right there. And once again, we want to thank everyone for checking out our Facebook page. But uh, but we we, we want to thank everyone for checking it out and sending us comments. We're getting emails. Um, if you have a comment or question, send us an email at uh, Talk at yahoo.com. So once again, just go ahead and uh, check out our uh, Facebook page, or if you got a comment or question, just email us. And there's a link on our Facebook page for our email address. And uh, we want to thank all the ones in uh, New Zealand and Germany. Boy, you guys are killing it. Absolutely. But Germany, you guys are one behind New Zealand, so you guys are going to have to pick up the slack. Uh, by far, uh, our two most downloaded countries besides the United States is Germany and New Zealand. We love you guys. Keep it up. We love it, and we hope that you enjoyed uh, our podcast, and we hope everyone else enjoyed it as well. So once again, we want to thank you for listening to our weird and wonderful West Virginia edition of West Virginia Talk. I'm James. And I'm Jerry. And this has been a J&J production.